Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McClendon, sports talker. Brandon, on this Saturday. Today, we're talking about Friday Night Smackdown from last night, which was a cute. Okay. Not great. Middle of the road show. I'll get through it. I'll go through it, though. And then I'm going to give you my picks for Elimination Chamber. That's going to happen tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to Elimination Chamber. A lot of interesting things are might happen, so we might get some new things, but I'm looking to see what's going to be the big overall thing for this Elimination Chamber. Um, but let's get into SmackDown. So SmackDown kicked off with Edge coming out and cutting a promo saying, you know, he has 13 different decisions to make. He, you know, has so many decisions after Elimination Chamber. I can fight so many different people, and I... Um, I don't know who I'm going to be fighting. I don't know where this is going to take me, but I am ready. I'm looking forward to it. I'm so excited to see where people end up. And I'm going to cut, I'm going to go through these now because they did happen after this segment, but there's a couple of, he talked to some of the other guy, other guys in the elimination chamber. So then Roman interrupts. Roman says, you don't have 13 other guys. You just have one guy, the main event, which is Roman Reigns. So I suggest you're going to go ahead and pick me now and get this all over with. And they have a stare off as uh, as Edge was about to say something. Who who should interrupt? But Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn says, "You know, I, I think it's funny how management disrespected me, and now the two of the biggest guys in the company is disrespecting me. Really? Okay. Um, but I'm gonna win this Sunday. I'm gonna win that title, and you're gonna have to face me at WrestleMania." And he had his camera crew had said, "Zoom in on this." Why I pointed the WrestleMania sign. Jay was having none of it. Jay just super kicks him, which I think would have got a big pop since Jay super kicked him, even though he's heel. Because Sammy's annoying, and his annoyingness is actually really well done when he does it right. So I really enjoyed that. Um, so then after this, we had uh, after the segment, we um, after this, after Sammy gets super kicked, they're staring at each other. Roman says something to Edge in his ear without the mic. We don't know what he said, but I love that ending, and it Roman just walks off. So it's le- it, they're slow building Roman versus uh, Edge for WrestleMania. But the end of the show really actually cements that to stone pretty much. We kind of know it's going to happen. So after this, we have Big E coming out on commentary to watch Shinsuke Nakamura, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews. This match was fun. Good back and forth match. Apollo will have the upper hand. Nakamura gets back on the upper hand and works over uh, Apollo a little bit. And then on commentary, they're really putting, you know, they're asking about Apollo for Big E. And Big E said, I don't want to talk about Apollo. I want to talk about Shinsuke Nakamura, one of the greatest wrestlers of our time. And he should be a champion in all this. It was so good. And I really appreciate the fact that they are building that up really well um, through what they're saying. And I think ultimately... It's going to be something that they will build up throughout this year and really make it a cementing thing of his that, you know, he was that first 
you know, he, you know, he doesn't want to face Paul. He wants to face other guys. He wants to give other people a chance. You know, he's getting annoyed with Apollo, but Apollo's still kind of tipping his heels. So Apollo throws big. Uh, Apollo, Apollo and Nakamura fighting outside. Apollo throws Nakamura to towards Big E, and Big E's like, "What are you doing? What are you?" You know, they get a commercial come back. They're still fighting in the ring. Nakamura hit this like, I don't know if it was like, he grabs Apollo and puts him in an armbar, then does a pinning combination off the armbar for the one, two, three. Apollo, uh, Nakamura wins. Apollo's pissed. He starts beating up Nakamura, and Apollo grabs the ring steps about to throw him into Nakamura, and Biggie's like, no, put the steps down, go. And he puts steps down, and as he's walking away, Biggie comes to check on. Nakamura, well, Apollo picks the steps up back up and just knocks into Big E, and then he rolls Big E up, tries to beat him some more, rest him out there to stop it. Apollo gets back in the ring, and he already threw, he had threw the ring steps in the ring, and he picks him up, and he's about to do something with them, and the ref's like, no, drop the ring steps, and so he does, but he drops him on top of Big E, and this was just brutal. This was well done. I think the Apollo character has been so interesting and so fun. I don't think it's been as weird as they normally would think. So I think that's really been a good jumping off point for this. Um, they've done a really good job of making Apollo feel like he deserves everything. And he kind of promo before the match saying, you know, you know, I'm part of royalty. You talk to me about that. You would, you'd be losing, you know, you know, be losing a lot more than, what you have lost, but I'm going to get back on that top shelf and be, you know, top of that wrestler again. So this, this whole segment was really fun. I really enjoyed the fact that they kind of made Apollo more crazy and more like manic about it. But I really, I think that was a really big thing about this. Now. Um, so after this, we see backstage that, and Ed did this a couple times. I'm, I'm going to mention them all together here. Cause I want to get to the Apollo bit first, but edge talks to Kevin Owens Daniel Bryan, Baron Corbin, and Cesaro. Yeah. He covered everybody in chamber because he already covered Sami Zayn because he talked to him in that promo segment. And then Jay was part of that promo segment too, so those two don't really count. Um, so he goes to, you know, he goes to Kevin Owens and, you know, you resilient. You always get up. You always try to fight. And I really respect that of you. And I hope you do well. And he said thank you. And they've been, you know, I think for all the advice you gave me, all that kind of stuff. He goes to um, Cesaro, and you so you have that grit, you have that dirt on your fingernails. You you fought before, and I appreciate that. And he's you know he's building every guy up, which is really well done. I really appreciate that. Then you have King Corbin. Corbin flips it on his head. Corbin's like, you know, I have I'm the king around here. You you used to be the head of SmackDown, but I have the wall. You know, I have the nice watch. I have the really nice suit and what do you have any and, and just like he plays comedy so he's like i have a nice cell phone that can make text and call and take pictures and have the time and it was just a funny segment with it corbin but it worked very very well then on the flip side of that with daniel bryan he's like you know me and you both came back from gruesome injuries but you know i if you win it would be you know a fun little match and it would be a dream and it's like it'd be a dream match and it would be a long time coming you know uh, Dana Bryan said, I'm doing the short version of these. Obviously, go find these out. They're actually really good. Um, but he goes through each competitor, and I really enjoyed the way they did it because it's not 
Ed is just like building everybody up. He's not like tearing anybody down. He's not really. He's making everybody feel important for the chamber, even though it's not gonna be the same for everybody. Everybody anyway. Um, so then after the first one with um, after the first one with Owens, then we have Seth come out and Seth's just kind of talking like. Biggie, I know you've gotten betrayed by friends and I've been betrayed, but you'll, you'll get back up and you'll do what you need to do. And I, I love it, but I also thought it was kind of funny because he's kind of like saying, um, I'm like, you're saying the same thing people thought you said a couple years ago, which is funny. And I think, you know, he said he cut this, he, and so he says, you know, but you'll get back up. You're right. You know, you'll get back to where you are. And then Seth cut the promo saying, you know, I touched WD management, which they mentioned that a lot. I don't know if Pierce is, I don't know if Pierce is considered a authority figure, even though it doesn't really make sense, but okay. So Seth says, I touched WD management. We have since a lawsuit from my lawyers that, you know, my debut should have been or pop on circumstance, but everybody walked away. But the biggest loser out of everybody, everybody's losing. But the biggest loser was Cesaro, who mocked me and who didn't think of what I, you know, anything of me. And I think that's really terrible that he just thought that I was going to just be a pushover. And um, but I'm gonna, everybody's gonna see the vision, and we're gonna, we have a vision for what's gonna be next. And he kept saying the vision, which I really enjoyed, but I think it's also kind of weird because he's like the same character, but not same motives. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting how they do it how they build it all out, but I think it's really well done. Um, so after this little segment with Seth, we go into uh, a match between uh, yeah, so we go into we go into a match after this, which was the Riot Squad and Tamina and versus Tamina and Natalia. This match was short, super short. Like, the women's stuff on the show get really convoluted at times or really short. Like, this was a short thing on the for the women. This match only lasted, like, two minutes, two and a half minutes. Um, they got all the spots in, back and forth. Riot Squad had the upper hand. Billy Kay comes out. Billy Kay distracts. And as Billy Kay distracting Ruby, Tamina pins Ruby for the one, two, three. She wins. She's wearing cat ears and kind of looking, wearing a Tamina shirt. Which I think is something she wanted to be part of Tamina's group, and then she gets in the ring, celebrates, and then Tamina just super kicks her. Okay, what are you doing with Billy Kay now? Like Billy Kay's just getting super kicked for what? <laughs> it was kind of weird, but ultimately I respected the way they did it. Um, I think it was ultimately kind of just a throwaway little segment, but I think it's something that worked. Um, I'm looking for, I'm trying to see what they're trying to build with this tag division because you have the Rat Squad who haven't really, really, haven't really had a clean win. So they've, their wins have been kind of fluky, been all kind of fluky because they've lost in fluky ways. Billy Kay got involved a couple times. They just get beat up at points. So it doesn't really build to anything. And then as Natalia, you know, Natalia and Tamina are celebrating after the win, and, you know, it's just kind of interesting. Are they, a te- are they a team now? But we don't really know much. So then, after this, we had 
a the oh first we had a video package for um, um Sasha Banks who's at Daytona 500 and she you know did the green flag and she kind of just cut the promo and it was a recap which they were gonna do anyway they're on Fox I was not surprised by that I figured they were gonna do at least something of that nature um but right after this video package, we had the Ding Dong Hello Show, which was with Bailey. Her, her guest was Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. They come out and pretty much run down um, Sasha Banks, which was kind of weird. But then as they're running down Sasha Banks, I, I thought Banks was going to come out. No, Reginald Samolier comes out. He comes out and says, you know, you shouldn't be running down Sasha Banks. She's a fine one. She's one of the greatest champions. But I consider you a box one, which I get the reference, which is weird. But then so after that... Banks do come out. Banks is like, nobody talks for me, but I'm the boss and I can do whatever I want, ever I want, and I am one of the greatest champions in you know history and everything. She's just running them down, which I thought was funny because I'm like, you're running them down to do what? And then so it builds that tension, and I think. So then, so then, as this is all happening, Bianca Belair comes out. Belair says, "You know, we're gonna fight for that championship. That's what I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, you're gonna pick me, right? Kind of thing." And um, and then Reginald pipes up again. Reginald says, "We could, us three could beat them three, and we could have a six-person tag match." I'm like, "They really ain't gonna do a six-person." Oh wait, they just did. Come back, Marshall. Cover Girls will come back and they do the match has started. So it's um Bianca and I think Baszler at first. Bianca gets the upper hand a little bit. Then they tag in Banks and then Bailey works over Sasha for a bit. And then the big really ending part of this is Nijax gets tagged in, and Reggie gets tagged in, and Reggie gets just thrown hither and other for the hot tag. He he had a hot tag, but he gets thrown left, right, and center uh, against Nia Jax. He doesn't really throw a punch at all, I think, at Nia, which they don't do. But I think it was just kind of funny. He gets thrown left, right, or left, right, and center. He ultimately tries to do a crossbody. Doesn't work. Nia Jax gets, catches him. Before they know, Nia tries to leg drop and misses. So he tries to crossbody. He gets caught. Double drop kick by Bianca and... Sasha Banks, then Reggie's on the pen and Reggie wins. And we're like, they did not just let Reggie beat Nia Jax, did she? Weird segment. And I was like, and I, and I think what everybody's like, why is Reginald getting so much time on in the show? He has three segments in the show. The Ding Dong Hello segment, this match, and then a Carmelo thing later, which I'll mention. Which, for the Carmelo thing, was interesting. He goes, so Carmelo's like, where you been? I'm making sure your wine was good and everything. Okay, you're gonna do that. You're gonna lie to me now. I know you're out there. I'm not mad, but you're gonna be on the right side of history before I, you know, kick you to the curb. She drinks some wine. She spits it out. Well, it's not good at all. Make it for me again. He throws it at him in the face and he walks off. I don't know what it's leading to because I don't know if he's gonna leave Carmella for Banks or is it one of those things where they're gonna kind of borderline the reality? Which okay, if they borderline the reality and they say okay, they're He's he likes both, but he's he, he he's gonna work with both. Fine, okay. Or Carmelo's just gonna kick him to the curve, which I don't think that's gonna happen either. 
So after this segment here, we go to um, we go to a backstage thing, and it's um, it's a thing where Cesaro's interview getting interviewed. He says what Seth did. I don't disrespect Seth, but we all thought he was going to be better. And he says, you know, ultimately, if he wasn't going to be better, why, you know, I didn't care for what you were saying. And Edge walks up and Edge talks about the great thing. So that happens right in this area. Um, Cesaro should win the chamber, but I know they don't want him to lose because they gave him a little push. Um, then we had Dom- Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus the Alpha Academy, which is Chad Gable and Otis with the Dirty Dogs on commentary, which is. Barbara Rude and Dolph Ziggler. A lot of people on commentary tonight, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, so this match was pretty fun at first. Chad gets worked over a little bit. He tagged in Otis. Otis pretty much works over Ray and is about to win, but then Chad gets in the ring and says, uh, here, do this, do this. But then the ref rings the bell for the five count. That means they lose. And Otis just splashes Ray like three times, which is weird. I don't know where this is going. Are they turning Otis heel? Are they making him heel? Or is he becoming heel from what Chad is telling him to do, but he's snapping out of it after the fact? Don't know. I I hope they don't turn Otis heel because then that means they're going to make him a lot more of that obnoxious kind of thing. Um, ultimately, I'm not really looking forward to that. If that's the case, no thank you. But I hope that it's something of more of like a, they give him the chance to, if he's getting brainwashed by Chad, he gets out the brainwashing, they fight each other, and he beats up Chad, which I would love to see. Outside of that, the story doesn't really make sense because then Rage is getting beat up for what purpose and Dom hasn't even got They've been tagging for two weeks and they get beat up. They lose two weeks in a row. So after this, we have the Brian backstage bit where Brian is warming up and he um, talking to Edge. But then we come back from Marshall and we're back and Brian and Cesaro are talking. They're saying, and Kevin Owens walks up. Kevin Owens says, what are you talking strategy for tonight? Uh, yeah, we were talking strategy, but we were talking strategy not how to get uh, stunnered, and they're both like, well, you know, we don't want to get stunnered, and you've betrayed most of your tag partners, Sami Zayn, three or four times. You betrayed... Um, they go down a list of people who betrayed, and the one that's funny is they I should make a list, and that's a reference to Jericho, which I thought was funny. You don't have to worry about getting started tonight. Maybe on Sunday, in the Lemonade I can stun one, two, three... Four of y'all, you know, four times, whatever you want to say. And he walks off, and, he, and Brian's like, at least he's honest. Honest? How are you? How, how? He's not really honest. Okay, that makes no sense. But they're saying, you know, they're saying he's honest because he's telling him what's coming up. Um, so we get the match between... Sami Zayn, Jey Uso, and King Coburn versus KO, Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, and Cesaro. This match was a good back-and-forth match at first. It really built well, and it 
gave you the kind of idea what could happen in the match. Basically, um, it it started off with Cesaro. Uh, Cesaro got most of the match. He swung everybody. He swung Sammy. Then he tried to swing King Corbin. He got tired for the first time. Did we come back from commercial? He swinged about four times after that. After he come back from commercial, so he, then he just broke down to a brawl. Everybody starts fighting on the outside. Brian was already in the ring. Brian's in the ring. He's in the ring with Sammy. Him and Sammy have a little good back and forth match. Brian hits this like top rope butterfly suplex into the label lock, and Sammy taps out for the win. Then everybody just starts brawling with everybody. We have, I think we had super kick. No. I forget, or I forget the order, but I think it was no. I remember. So we had me, me to Corbin. Then Sammy hits uh, his move onto Brian. Brian gets then uh, then Sammy gets pit, hit by um, Kale with the stunner. Then from there we go into a super kick from Jay into Brian <laughs> into. KO, and then we go edge to Jay's the spear, and to, roll, to end us all off, which is kind of funny, Roman into edge for the spear, and that's how the show ends with Roman over on top of edge and kind of just talking to him. While this whole match is going on, you have edge on commentary with Paul Heyman, and edge is like, so do you, you know, what are you, Paul Heyman? Like, you you talk so well, and you, you do things well, but you talk too much, and are you his? Are you his uh, mouthpiece? And no, I'm his special counsel. He hires me to do what I'm doing. And they're go they're going throughout this. So this is where the ending of the show said they built this seed faster than most. They've already known we're doing this part. Um, I was really enjoying that. I really enjoyed how they built this up so well and gave you the idea of oh, this might actually happen. Okay, here's what's going to happen. Um. I think overall this show this show was good for some points like the beginning of the show for the for the segment and the ending stuff was good because they built elimination chamber the stuff throughout with Edge and the rest of the competitors built elimination chamber the women's stuff was just kind of not great like I get where they're going because they were doing I get the tag stuff oh by the way after the Ding Dong Hello thing, they announced that they were going to do Tanya Baszler and Nia Jax versus Bianca and Sasha Banks for the tag titles. What? Okay. I would give the show a three out of three point five out of five. I think it's a middle of the road show. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't good, but it worked for the go home of um, Limitation Chamber. We're probably having five matches right now. Technically four. I'm about to give you those picks now. So I'll start with the first pick. I don't know if this match is going to happen because of what happened on Raw, but it still could happen. Um, so we have Asuka versus supposed to be Lacey Evans, but she is pregnant, as she said on Raw. So I don't think the match will happen, but I think Asuka will fight either Peyton Royce. If it's going to happen, we can face Peyton Royce or uh, Charlotte, whoever. Uh, I think it's Peyton Royce, most likely. Asuka wins, so she'll win that one. Then we have the Raw men's elimination match, which is going to be Sheamus, Drew McIntyre, who's defending the title. You also have Randy Orton, uh, Kofi Kingston, and uh, 
Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles. I think I think Edge. I think Drew McIntyre wins because the only the only outcome I can see for this match is Sheamus winning. But Sheamus could win and then Drew wins the belt back at WrestleMania, which would be cool. But why? Why do that? Because you did that with Randy and it hurt his like momentum. I don't think you do that here. But ultimately, I see I see Drew retaining. Um, then, like I said before, you have the performing on mentioned tag match between Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and versus Bianca Belair and uh, Sasha Banks. If any title is going to change hands, it's going to be this one. I don't think it's going to change hands though because they've already teased a thing for. Um, NXT two weeks away where they're going to fight Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Unless it's a swerve and you're going to have Dakota, you're going to have them win and then they're going to face those two ladies that on that show. Because they, they probably want Banks back in NXT. They probably would want Bionica back in NXT for a bit. I don't know. I... I think, I think this is the toss-up. I think the title could change hands. I'm going to say it stays with Shayna Baszler and Nijex only because they pre-announced that match. But anything could happen. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do next. With that, um, then we have the U.S. Championship, which is going to be Riddle, Bobby Lashley, and Keith Lee. But Keith Lee hasn't been on Raw, wasn't on Raw last week, so I don't know if that's still going to be a thing. If Keith Lee is in the match, I think it's either going to be Keith Lee or Bobby Lashley. I don't think Riddle's winning the belt because I know what Riddle. But I would go with Lashley retaining. Probably enough, I don't want to see Lashley. A lot of retentions. A lot of retentions. I will say that. Then the last thing, the last match, I think, of the night will be your... It's going to be this. I think either one of the chambers is going gonna, is gonna to be the main event, but I think this will be the main event where you're going to have the Saxon Chamber of Dana Bryant, KO, Sami Zayn, King Corbin, Cesaro, and um, Jey Uso. I think hmm, this is a this is a this is a toss up. I think Cesaro wins it. He wins, but he gets squashed by Roman right after in the main event. I uh, it'd be. It'd be the only thing I could see that or Daniel Bryan. Like I don't think KO needs to win again because KO wins again. We're going down that road again. I don't think Cesar can get two matches out of this. He can get this one and then fast lane. But we'll see what they do. Um, but I'm looking forward to this elimination chamber. Those are my picks for elimination chamber. Elimination chamber. Like I said, I think Cesaro is going to be the the one I was more unconfident is Cesaro. That back to elimination because it could be a bunch of guys. Cesaro, you got Daniel Bryant there, you got KO. They could do the KO thing again. But I think it's Cesaro. Give Cesaro that win. He loses in a competitive match. Roman, Roman has to finally cheat to actually. He hasn't cheated in most of the match. He has cheated, but he still has won handily. He's made the pin himself, so I don't know if that's going to be playing to this. But I do thank you for listening. Hope you did enjoy. I'll be back on Monday to do the elimination chamber review. Plus, I'll give you. Uh, get ready for Monday Night Raw that night because that's going to be after Elimination Chamber, so we'll get to see what happens for the fallout for that. I think after this Elimination Chamber, a lot of stuff's going to be set in so for WrestleMania. Even though we have Fast Lane coming up, I think a lot of stuff will be set for WrestleMania. Um, like, like I always do, XT on Thursday, 
do SmackDown on Saturday like I do like I'm doing right now. I hope to hear from next time though, and hope to hear from see you, see you later. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.